Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead you will be saved for with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation for the scripture says whoever believes on him will not be put to shame for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek for the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. All are offered salvation. Pastor Robert tells us that before Jesus came, the Jews did not allow non-Jews to access their God. They believed their God was exclusively theirs. In contrast to this, Jesus taught that God loved all and that through him, all would be offered salvation and the opportunity to be seen pure before God. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now turn to chapter 1 of 1 Peter, and let's join Pastor Robert with today's message. I chose you, and you chose me. The Bible teaches both. It's a huge waste of time and energy to argue about it. Now, here's why I say that. Please don't misunderstand me. There are millions of people, millions of people who will die without Jesus Christ, be separated from God forever, and we're arguing over points of doctrine that we're not going, we're not going ever to resolve in this lifetime. It's not going to happen. I think Jesus addressed it to some extent. John chapter 6, verse 63. In John 6, 63, Jesus said, It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit, and they are life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were, who did not believe, and who would betray him. And he said, therefore, I've said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted to him by my Father. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Then Jesus said to the 12, do you also want to go away? But Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Also, we have come to believe and know that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered them, did I not choose you, the 12? And one of you is a devil. He spoke of Judas Iscariot, son of Simon, for it was he who would betray him, being one of the twelve. In other words, Jesus chose twelve men to be with him and follow him, but one of them still chose to reject him. Did I not choose you, the twelve? And yet, one of you is a devil. One said no. Jesus knew from the beginning Judas, 
But Judas had the same choice as the others. He could have chosen to trust Jesus instead of betraying. Even after betraying Jesus, Judas could have confessed his sin and received forgiveness. But instead, he continued in his sin, in his rejection of God's grace, and he committed suicide instead of humbling himself. Next thing I want you to see is that Peter says the believers were set apart from the rest of the world by the work of the Holy Spirit in their lives. In verse 2, he says they were elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father in sanctification of the Spirit for obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Dr. J. Vernon McGee explains this in his comments on 1 Peter chapter 1. He says, there's often a silence about the blood of Christ, even in fundamental circles. As long as the blood of our Lord coursed through his veins, it had no saving value for us. But when that precious blood was shed, Christ Jesus gave his life. The life of the flesh is in the blood. He shed that blood that you and I might have life. Remember that Peter is writing to Jews who had been brought up in Judaism. They were the diaspora, believing Jews living in Asia Minor. They knew the Old Testament and they understood that the high priest on the Day of Atonement took blood with him when he went into the Holy of Holies, into the presence of God, in other words. And that he sprinkled the blood seven times on the mercy seat, which was, you know, the top of the Ark of the Covenant. Now, the Lord Jesus Christ has taken his own blood to the throne of God, the throne at which we are judged as guilty sinners. And he sprinkled his blood there. He gave his life and paid the penalty for us. Now that throne of judgment is the throne of grace where you and I can come and receive salvation. Isn't that powerful? The blood of Christ sprinkled there where we were judged condemned to eternal death so that now we can receive forgiveness. Four years ago last week, I lost contact with somebody I loved. I've talked to you about him so many times before, my cousin Tony. He and I were really close growing up. Ricky's 10 years old now. That photo's a few years old. But Tony was a character. For several years, he managed to string of strip clubs for one of the crime families. The FBI grabbed him about 12, 13 years ago and tried to get him to testify against some of the mob guys that he worked for because they were convinced that Tony had been a paid assassin. As he laid in a hospital bed in Birmingham, he told me that, that they were wrong about that, that he had killed people, he just never did it for money. Right before he died, he reminded me that I had introduced him to every evil that he later got involved with. I had, I'd never thought about it. I had lamented the fact that Tony had, had gone so far off the rails, you know, and that, that he'd never come back. But I'd never thought about the fact that, that I was the one who introduced Tony to pornography and cigarettes and sex and beer and drugs. And why am I telling you this? Because nobody's holy. Nobody is holy unless Jesus makes them that way. Apart from the grace of God in a person's life, we're every single one of us unholy and evil. 
You see me as your pastor, but before I met Jesus, I led Tony in a very different direction. I got him started, and then he ran with it. He took it farther than I did, but not by that much. I'm extremely grateful to a retired New York City cop who shared Jesus with Tony. Oswald Chambers says this about the subject of our sanctification. He says, the one marvelous secret of a holy life lies not in imitating Jesus, but in allowing the perfections of Jesus to manifest themselves in my mortal flesh. Sanctification is Christ in you. It is his wonderful life that is imparted to me in sanctification and imparted by faith as a sovereign gift of God's grace. Am I willing for God to make sanctification as real in me as it is in his word? My cousin Tony was an evil criminal until the Lord Jesus forgave him and transformed him. Changed Tony. See, he didn't cure Tony's addiction to meth. He created a new Tony who wasn't addicted to meth. You see the difference? Jesus doesn't cure homosexuality. He creates a new person who is not homosexual. Now, some of you can relate to this whole idea of a new creation. Like me, Jesus has made a new you down deep inside. The life and the nature of the Lord Jesus is beginning to be revealed in you. Slowly but surely, you're becoming that new creation in Christ. And some of you need Jesus to create a new you. That hasn't happened. It hasn't begun yet. Romans chapter 10 Verse 9 promises that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so blessed to be able to bring you messages from the pages of the Bible right here on Main Thing Radio. We hope you'll tune in again. But in the meantime, you can find more teachings from Pastor Robert online at MainThingRadio.com. Listen to more messages there or learn about this program. Before we come to the end of our time with you today, we'd like to ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. With more, here's Pastor Robert. We could really use your help. And you know, the, well, the Bible says that we partner together. When you support what we're doing in presenting the Word of God and the Gospel of Jesus Christ through the airwaves, we become partners in ministry and we we could really use some partners. So would you pray about making a donation today? Thanks. God bless you. Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website once more is MainThingRadio.com. Would you also keep us in your prayers? We so appreciate your partnership and that you're a part of our valued listening audience. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio. 